Welcome to the show today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, we have an awesome, awesome brother lined up on the show today. Um, listen, you, you, have you have any uh, friends, uh, family members, uh, coworkers uh, who are female, uh, assuming we, we can know what a female is, um, who in 2021 said, uh, hey, my uh, I got the jab and my, my cycle's kind of weird. Uh, did you meet anyone who said that maybe uh, their menstrual cycle changed? Uh, do you know anyone who had a miscarriage, who lost a baby? Uh, coincidentally, so strangely, within a few weeks of getting the jab. Uh, yeah, that's where we're going today. We're going where um, very few other pundits and thought leaders and podcasters will go. Uh, this definitely is not going on YouTube, <laughs> so go subscribe at Rumble, um, because we're actually going to do a data-driven, follow-the-science, fact-finding mission on all of the stuff that you've been lied to about for so, so long. Dr. Jim Thorpe is a board-certified obstetrician, gynecologist, and maternal fetal medicine physician for over 44 years of obstetrical experience. While serving as a very busy clinician his entire career, he's also been very active in clinical research with 224 publications, including 28 on COVID-19, Dr. Thorpe has seen over 27,500, let me say that again, over 27,500 high-risk pregnancies in the last four and a half years. He served as a reviewer for major medical journals and served on the board of directors for the Society of Maternal Fetal Medicine for three years and served as an examiner for the American Board of OBGYNs. He served in the United States Air Force as an obstetrician gynecologist, having been awarded a health profession scholarship for his medical school education. He testified in the U.S. Senate under the Bush administration in 2003 for his expertise in treating the fetus as a patient with in utero therapies. And on December 7th, 2022, he testified in the Senate with Senator Ron Johnson and others. Most recently, Dr. Thorpe has focused his research efforts on the COVID-19 pandemic and published over 32 scientific publications and a book documenting the dangers of the jab in women of reproductive age and in pregnancy. And you may have seen him on Tucker Carlson or other major programs going into the truth of what we know from the government data about things that you were lied to about by Big Pharma and the medical industrial complex. This is <laughs> wrong think, according to the 1984 totalitarian, unaccountable, unelected revolutionaries who seem to govern us. Buckle up, you're in for a treat. I'm Seth Gruber, and this is Unaborted. <laughs> Well, before we be, bring Dr. Jim into the show, really quick word about our sponsor today. Our, our, our newest, most exciting sponsor of the show here at Unaborted is, of course, Every Life. Every Life, America's pro-life diaper company. Why? Because they found out that every major diaper company in America supports or funds the abortion industry. Uh, yes, that's like saying I am coming up with a new line of women's shoes. Awesome shoes for women, except one one thing. I just I I want to fund the eradication of women. Yes, it's like Disneyland paying for their employees to kill their babies through abortion. Their future clientele base. Wokeism is a mind virus. That does you can't explain that away with some screwy capitalist theory. That's leftism. That's humanism. That's the culture of death. And we've been funding diaper companies who profit off of the lives of the unborn while funding the slaughter of the unborn. It's time to take your dollars and put them into building a culture of life. 
Meet Every Life, the only premium baby brand that is unapologetically pro-life with high-performing, supremely soft diapers and wipes that protect and celebrate every miraculous life. While most of the other major baby brands promote abortion and anti-family values, Every Life believes that no matter where someone is born, what they look like, their socioeconomic status or background, every life is a miracle. So if you've got loved ones who have babies or if you've got babies and you're getting them diapers or you're having a baby shower, go to everylife.com, everylife.com and use code Seth 10, S-E-T-H 10, Seth 10 for 10% off your first order. And you can save 20% with monthly auto renew. This is the way. This is how we win. Go to everylife.com. Dr. Jim, thank you for joining the show today, brother. It's good to have you on. Seth, thank you so much for having me on your illustrious platform. I really <laughs> appreciate it. And just a tag on to the the intro, the yeah. ad advertisement, if you will, for the diapers, I'd just like to point out to you and, and to your audience, if you go to my Twitter account, which is J-A-T-H-O-R-P-M-F-M right now, you'll see what the Federales just released. Um, they released how much money is in aborting and murdering and killing my preborn babies. And they have a price tag for each of the organs, which Planned Parenthood has done. And this is yep. directly right off the script of, um, of Obama. Uh, and I, I, I call him uh, Barry Satoro, which is so, so we don't get tagged. Uh, and I, I call uh, a Sleepy uh, Dementia Joe. I call him Sleepy Dementia Joe. I call him Brandon. <laughs> so, so with the Satoro-Brandon uh, regime, uh, which is really Satoro's third term, his purpose was to destroy the United States of America and, and our freedom and to kill, kill as many babies as they can. So here's, uh, I'm reading to you right from my tweet uh, that I just tweeted. The U.S. House Select Panel on Infant Lives releases detailed transactions on the sale and purchase of fetal tissue from aborted babies. So, so let me go over this with you, okay, and your audience. Yes. Yes. This is what the disgusting Brandon Sotero fascist regime, who is really destroying the United States of America and the social fabric. So for a, to kill a baby and to harvest a brain, um, they get 22610 bucks. Uh, to uh, kill a baby and harvest the heart, plan, uh, they get... $7,140. Um, to kill a baby and harvest a, a liver, they get $2,975. Um, to kill an innocent baby, preborn baby, my patients, and harvest the pancreas, they get $7,140. And to kill a baby and to harvest any limb, is $2,670. So you can see why our creator and God is judging Sotero and Brandon and the United States of America right now. That's right, Dr. Jim. What a powerful intro. You're exactly right, brother. I should just hand over the rest of the program to you. I should just step off right now. Um, no. I mean, that's so powerfully said, brother. And <clears throat> we've been covering a lot of this for a long time with Planned Parenthood and Kamala Harris as the Attorney General of California, <clears throat> raiding the apartments of pro-life undercover journalists to <clears throat> try to get the footage that 
showed high-ranking Planned Parenthood corporate officials haggling over the price of of mutilated baby parts because she wanted a Lamborghini. Um, all the while, Planned Parenthood was lining Kamala Harris's pockets with campaign donations. Um, and th this stuff is so wicked. It goes back a long ways. Uh, it goes back, predates uh, American history. Uh, sacrificing babies and children uh, to uh, ensure your vision of human flourishing and to get a few more years, to eke out a few more years on this life. Um, that goes back right to the first generations immediately following Adam and Eve. Um, child sacrifice to ancient kooky pagan deities to improve your own life is nothing new. But now it's been normalized and celebrated at an international scale. And Planned Parenthood being the largest, best funded, and most profitable nonprofit in human history. Um, it has ushered in, seemingly, um, every new iteration of the culture of death. Um, and <clears throat> so that brings us, of course, to uh, 2019. It brings us to 2020. It brings us to the shutdowns. And then it brings us to the rollout of the mRNA experimental gene therapy drug in December of 2020. But you've been on top of this stuff for a long time, Dr. Jim. And uh, I was so honored to make your acquaintance through a mutual friend of ours who's popular for saying every patient is a person, um, and uh, which is kind of the language you were just using as well. And so I, I just want you to kind of teach us, brother, um, specifically, uh, you were maligned in particular as a tin hat wearing conspiracy theory weirdo um, who wasn't following the science um, for many reasons, but specifically because you were kind of the big voice, Dr. Jim, on saying, Here's the data. I'm not a kooky weirdo. You you shut up, okay, Francis Collins and Fauci. You you never follow the science. You follow ideology. Um, here's the data, and and here's why pushing the jab onto pregnant women, I think you said may be what one of the greatest violations of medical ethics in human history. Um, let's go really high level, and let me just say, what did you mean by that? Well, uh, uh, Seth, uh, thank you. W what I mean by that is, listen, just five years ago, this would have been outrageous. This is not even up for debate. This is not science. This is fascism, disinformation, and the antithesis of science. Listen, hmm. truth and science always invite questioning, welcome and invite alternate opinions because that's okay. how science progresses. And, and we, we know that, uh, for example, Sir Karl Popper, the famous scientist philosopher that was knighted, said exactly that. Science progresses by refutation and falsification of narratives. Mm, right. And what I've actually done, and many, many others, we've refuted the scientific narrative. Now, there's some very large Catholic hospital systems out there very, very large um, all over the country and um, many other hospital systems. But I want to speak with the hospital systems, the largest Catholic hospital systems. Um, what they've done is taken large amount of federal monies, just like the American College of Obstetrics and Gynecology, and they're locked into a narrative. They're not allowed to deviate from the lockstep narrative of the what I call the covenant with death. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to Isaiah chapter 28. 
that's what I call the covenant of death. Hmm. And what they have colluded to do is to design a pandemic to roll out a lethal experimental gene therapy. And these Catholic hospitals um, are, are illegally and unethically ignoring science. They're breaching academia. They're forcing all of the physicians to buy the narrative and push the narrative or they get fired mm. and censored. And they've got to be very careful now about this. So, so this is a, um, you know, j just touching on the paper that was just retracted um, by the Lancet by Dr. Peter right. McCulloch and all, you know, there's no debate anymore. There's never been any debate about using experimental gene therapies in pregnancy. Look at five years ago, people would have been thrown in jail for doing this. And now, wow. and now they're pushing this as it's safe, effective and necessary in pregnant women when they themselves have not Jim Thorpe's data, but their own government data, and not only their own government data, but they have Pfizer's own 5.3.6 90-day post-marketing rollout data, which was available on February 28th, 2021. And wow. Seth, what they tried to do was bury that data and hide it for 75 years. And That's right. it, it, instead of turning around and telling the world that we made a huge mistake, um, the Pfizer's data, which was available, shows it to be the most lethal, call it whatever you want, vaccine, drug, medical intervention, the most lethal that has ever been rolled out in all of humanity. So instead of the federal government, Department of HHS, CDC, and the FDA, instead of coming out and saying we made a colossal blunder, we killed more people with this vaccine than any other drug ever rolled out in history. They tried to bury that. And what did they do? They rolled out, you know, the, the, uh, what, what I would call the, uh, the Sotoro uh, Brandon administration colluding. Mm -hmm. um, that would be Obama and, and Sleepy Joe. Uh, and the rest of the uh, globalists have rolled out a $13 billion PSYOPs disinformation campaign, fifth generation warfare, to convince the world, uh, not just the United States, the world, wow. that this is safe, effective, and necessary in pregnancy. Um, wow. so, so this is how deep the killers go. This is a killing machine. And, right. and you know, they, they begrudgingly, there's been an onslaught of data. <clears throat> now, I was just fired uh, from, from one of these large Catholic institutions. Really? Um, totally unexpectedly. And uh, wow. I won't mention their name because uh, they, they've made some colossal <laughs> blunders. But, um, you know, the, the CEO got on the phone and, and basically and this was witnessed by my wife, uh, who is an attorney, a brilliant attorney, and we took copious notes. And um, <laughs> they, in essence, uh, executed me, fired me, um, invoking what they, what they called their no cause clause, which gives huh. me 120 days. But they, they didn't do that. Um, and for 30 minutes, the CEO of this extraordinarily large Catholic healthcare system told me 
that I had an unbelievable ethics, moral, and intellectual integrity, called me a model systems employee, uh, loved by all. Um, and, and people tell me that, you know, that, that I, I'm the most senior. Um, people have told wow. me that I'm the most uh, published uh, and also the most productive. So they, they said, well, we- Did uh, you tell them your pronouns? Handsome and brilliant? <laughs> no. You know, I, uh, I, I was really respectful of them because they have been a very, very good employee of me. And they, uh, it's been a really good five-year run. They, they, they were, you know, and I've said this publicly, they were one of the best employees because, you know, I was, uh, I was a, a leader. Um, and, and um, you know, what they, what they did to me was they said, well, we got to fire you because we're losing money. That, that's not why they fired me. Um, but, um, you, you know, my point is this, this is how the systems operate. Listen, they were, they're likely captured in contractual agreement, taking large amounts of federal money from the CARES Act and from the, what we call the COVID-19 uh, Community Core. And the COVID-19 Community Core is the entity which um, which, which actually was rolled out by the CDC and the FDA to use this psychological operations, our tax dollars, $13 billion to uh, you know, hide the fact that it was the deadliest drug ever rolled out, Pfizer's own data. But instead of confessing and doing a metanoia, no, they doubled down and spent $13 billion to, to bribe over 300 uh, individuals and institutions, including hospitals and medical boards, to push wow. this narrative. So it's a very, very deadly, deadly narrative. Um, and and this was um, this is well known. And this is uh, you know we have fourteen hundred pages of FOIA requests that my wife Maggie, who's a brilliant attorney, obtained from HHS and CDC and the American. College of OBGYN. And this is exactly what they did. They went after my patients, my women. Why? They went after my patients, pregnant women, preborns, and newborns for two reasons. Number one, a marketing reason. They knew that if they, that women make all the healthcare decisions in our country, in the world, mm -hmm. really. And that's just due to the constitutional difference that between how God made the constitution of a man and a woman. You know, a woman is the, the, she's the care provider. She's the, the one that keeps the family and makes all the medical decisions. That's why they went after women. The hmm. second reason why they went after pregnant women, uh, and this is, this is in writing, th this is proven true, is that if you can convince the world that it's safe, effective in the most vulnerable population, wow. pregnant women, then all the rest of the dominoes fall. It's wow. safe, effective, and necessary in everyone. So uh, I want to. I want you to bring the data to bear so that the people who listen to this, who maybe maybe they're not fully convinced yet, maybe they're a little skeptical of what you're saying. But before you start going into the data, which is government data that you went through, I mean, it's you know, <laughs> it's not like you were pulling anecdotal data from your own patients. Like you, you went through the government data. But before we get to that, um, give us a quick um, reminder, because a lot's happened in the last three and a half years, hasn't it, Dr. Chip? Our, our, our memories are quite short now in America. The news cycle is brutal. 
Um, you're, it's an onslaught of information or misinformation or malinformation or whatever the heck they're calling it now. Um, and uh, we forget exactly some of the conniving shenanigans and uh, malarkey, to quote uh, Sleepy Joe, that uh, was was going on even in 2020. So can you just really briefly remind us, because it's important for us, to, I think, to understand that like these people were lying from the beginning. That's why I want you to say this. It's not like they just decided when it came to the jab that they were going to lie when it came to pregnant women. They were lying from the beginning. So can you remind us really quickly about the scandal of the Lancet study um, sure. in, in 2020 and then the scandal of the, the New England Journal of Medicine? Um, sure. Really quick. Absolutely. Of course, uh, there's a cardiologist from Harvard, um, and his name is Dr. Mandeep Mera, and um, he was first author on, in 2020 on the Lancet article, which portrayed um, hydroxychloroquine as a deadly drug and immediately took it off the market. Um, now, um, everybody knew, including myself, as soon as I read that study, that it was false. This was wow. a, it was portrayed as a massive randomized trial from I think uh, four or five, at least four continents. We're talking about massive number of patients wow. that could have never been put together in that time frame. never. So um, what we found when we asked for that data, it wasn't just fudged, it was completely fake. And Dr. Wow. Mandeep Mara should have immediately had his license retracted, um, and, but he didn't. And he's still in good standing. And he still is a, a cardiologist at Harvard. And so this is how the system works. Wow. That was a ghost written article. It was fraudulent data. And let's just, you know, he's, this Lancet is responsible for killing about 6 million people and injuring probably three times that many. Why? Because everybody knew that it was safe and effective. Jim Thorpe, I've used hydroxychloroquine in pregnancy for 30 to 40 years. We use it in all pregnant women that have autoimmune disease, wow. not just Jim Thorpe, all the doctors. And uh, Maggie, my brilliant, um, beautiful attorney bride, went back um, and pulled off. I mean, this is really laughable. Off the CDC FDA website, bragging about how safe and effective hydroxychloroquine is in my patients, the most vulnerable patients, pregnant women, breastfeeding women, and newborn women. They no way. Yeah, I have it. I, I can provide that for you. Maggie can. So they were wow. bragging about how safe it is. And then, of course, in pregnancy. And then, of course, they took that off. They, they deleted that from their website. Thank goodness for the, the time machine, the Wayback Machine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's not the only thing they did. Um, so, so understand that, that in 2005, and I knew this, hydroxychloroquine was extraordinarily effective in a 2005 paper by, by, that was funded by NIAID, Fauci. And it showed that it was extraordinarily effective in SARS-CoV-1. So I was using it aggressively. I was, it's the, the trade name is Plaquenil. So and how many how many of your pregnant patients or sorry, pregnant people, sorry, uterus, <laughs> uterus carrying pregnant people. Uh, did you did you kill Dr. Jim through through your use of HCQ? Never. It's extraordinarily <laughs> safe. So what um, was this new science that happened in 2020 that showed that actually it was so deadly? It was uh, an illegal, lethal anti-science corruption lethal misinformation and it was removed from the market why and this is really important this is very important seth 
it was removed from the market in order to roll out the FDA because a, a, a EUA um, would have been illegal if they acknowledged yeah. how Emergency safe and effective. Yeah. It would have been totally unnecessary. So by manipulating the data, uh, what they did was essentially they convinced Hornschwaggled the entire globe into a deadly, dangerous gene therapy. I want to say and that then the New England Journal of Medicine, that was 21 authors. Can you talk about that one? Yes. And the yes. same kind of the same kind of scandal? Worse. Worse. Really? Worse. Because what they did was and, and if you go to the timeline, um, this is what I published on extensively. And what they did was, first of all, the lead author of is Tommy Tini Shimabakura. And listen, I don't like calling people out on media, but when I know people are killing and injuring yep. my patients globally, I'm going to call out a few people. And, you know, I've been yep. calling him out for two or three years. Uh, let's see how long has it been. It's been uh, it's been two years now since that publication, and what they did it was obviously fraudulent. Um, Tommy T. Shimabakuro has more major conflicts of interest than you could shake a stick at, and every single one of those twenty-one authors, every single one of them are federal employees under the direction <laughs> and paid to push this article out. And if that's not bad enough, Tommy T. Shimabakuro is a head of the vaccine safety committee. He has a vested <laughs> interest. He's been caught manipulating uh, data. And that's been proven by many experts who use the Wayback Machine uh, and actually have FOIA. Uh, Aaron Siri has FOIA of some of his emails. So um, this is a very, very corrupt individual who's also responsible for killing a lot of my patients. And let me just say that his, the lead author of the New England Journal of Medicine, Eric Rubin, is a, a killer too. He's lied and killed many of my patients because he pushed out the Shima Bakuro article in June of 2021. And really? that was a false article. What they did was they pushed it. They put the stamp of approval on the New England Journal of Medicine and pushed it out to the entire world saying that it was safe, effective, and necessary in pregnancy when they knew absolutely it wasn't. Their own data, what they did was shifted the data. They took 700 patients that were actually received their vaccine in the last trimester, and they shifted them in the first trimester and pretended they, could, they got the vaccine in the first trimester, which is an absolute lie. They had to do that. Why? Whoa. Because a miscarriage cannot occur after 19 weeks and six days. At 20 weeks and thereafter for the duration of the pregnancy, it's called a fetal death, not a miscarriage. And what the New England Journal of Medicine and Eric Rubin and Tommy T. Shimabakura was lied they fraudulently manipulated the miscarriage rate from a first trimester vaccine, which was really 80, 82%. And by diluting it and putting that fraudulent sleight of hand data into the first trimester, they diluted it down to 13%, which is still three to four times abnormal. So these people I call out because of their murderers, they've murdered my patients, the most innocent population in the world my pregnant women 
preborns and newborns. They murdered them by pushing out um, bad information. And I've reanalyzed that data and, and uh, my research team has published it, the, re the real data, and there's no response. There's no response. And so I, I think that what I do, yes, they published 25 articles, maybe. They, they Steve cursed you, huh? Yeah. You got, you got cursed. <laughs> they so, don't want to debate you. <laughs> so so the, the important information here is that the Lancet article, right, the New England Journal of Medicine article, there's no need to look at any other recently published articles since then because that's the truth. And the rest of the medical journal articles are fraudulent. They're owned by pharma and they're manipulated data. So you might as well flush them down the toilet. So that's why I really stick. The other Lancet data that was just published is damning. And these Catholic hospital, large Catholic healthcare systems, and I won't mention any of their names, uh, one of them that just recently fired me, is that um, in, in good standing, um, because we were having financial difficulties, I guess. Um, and so they're having to come to grips with this Lancet study that it's now proven. You know, uh, McCulloch and colleagues just recently, they proved that the vaccine is killing individuals by autopsy data. They took, right. they took, uh, they took 44 papers and in the 44 papers, they aggregated all of 325 people that died like within a, a week of the vaccine. And 73.9% was proven that the vaccine was a cause of death. And 50% of those deaths were cardiac. So, so, and guess what? Guess what? They have to come to grips with that data because that's proof. It's absolute proof that the government and these large Catholic healthcare systems, and for that matter, all healthcare systems, have murdered and killed and injured a lot of their own staff and their patient population. They are going to begrudgingly have to come to grips with the death and destruction and the murder because they suppress people like me. People like me that was in that hospital uh, system that have large amounts of, of data and publications um, and brought it to the attention of my superiors. And they just won't even won't even have anything to do with it. Just shut up and keep working, keep billing. So Dr. Jim, you before we get in again to the like the specific data that you've actually found in the government data that no one will debate you on, by the way, or talk to you about. Isn't oh, that interesting? Oh no. No. Isn't that funny? Uh, so I want to get to that in a second. But but from I'm I have zero education or training in in medicine or science or anything like that. But can, from a from a MD OBGYN perspective, can you tell us what you were seeing anecdotally in uh, right after the mRNA gene therapy drugs get rolled out because it's not a vaccine? Um, and and were you already concerned about that for, uh, just from your own knowledge of? mRNA gene therapy was that something you were already concerned about and and so were you not surprised by some of the anecdotal uh tragic data you were seeing in January February March April May June of 2021 or did it come as no surprise uh, no surprise uh, I was so upset and I knew that it was going to be rolled out as a theta complete in pregnancy in 2020 and that's why I designed uh, and actually published 
um, because I've extensively published in my career and I've designed all my own studies. I funded all my own studies too, by private monies, my own money or grants, nobody from uh, uh, private grants, no pharmaceutical dollars. Um, I, I, have over, uh, I have over 225 publications, uh, over 48 of which are on COVID. And um, so I'm extensively published. I am a COVID expert. I, I don't know of any other. Uh, I don't know of any other OBGYN, maternal fetal medicine physician that has published anywhere near as many articles as I have on COVID. Uh, in, but you're, in the an, last... you're an anti-vaxxer, right? You're an right. anti-vaxxer. That's right. Right. Even though I'm former military and I vaccinated all my children and I pushed vaccines in pregnancy as a mistake up until 2010. But so so this is uh, this is just you know, no surprise, no surprise to me at all. Hmm. Wow. Okay. So um, when did you then start uh, actually going down the data rabbit hole and doing your own work when you, when you obviously saw the conflict of interest, you saw the, the, the rot systemic corruption going on um, so that you could really warn families and the American people specifically when it comes to fertility, pregnancy, and the unborn? Because that was really, you, you kind of looked at that data closer than anyone else. Um, and isn't that, I mean, that, that's why you said you called it the, maybe the greatest, um, what did Most you call it? Most egregious violation of medical ethics in the history of humanity. Yeah, because we're talking about our posterity, right? We're talking about our children. Uh, we already have a, we already have an underpopulation problem, right? It, it, as typical, whatever the left says, it's the opposite. We don't have an overpopulation problem. We have an underpopulation problem. We're not. We're actually not replacing ourselves. We're 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 flirting with population collapse, and then enter in this this uh, scamdemic whose solution is sold by a bunch of eugenicist Darwinist one world government overpopulation theorists who already had it as a political vision to radically reduce the world population. Like what a, what a coincidence, huh, Dr. Jim, that that just, just the, the yeah. entire complex behind all this already gets high and excited off of reducing the world population. So um, what did you start finding? When did you start going down that rabbit hole of data? And what was the first like smoking guns that was like, oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I knew it was going to be uh, deadly just because, you know, I, I've been doing high risk OB for, you know, uh, for getting close to half a century for, you know, I, I'm, I mean, I'm an old guy. I've been doing this a long time. I have massive volume. And I knew that, um, it, you know, there's a physician probably 10 years my senior who is an incredible researcher. Um, and, and so he has shown unequivocally that and spent his life career, his name is Roberto Romero, showing that anything that causes inflammation in, in pregnancy is the death knell of, of uh, disastrous. It's a total uh, cluster disaster. It's a total foobar. It's very dangerous because it interrupts and causes uh, miscarriage, fetal death, multiple malformations, mm -hmm. and many other problems. The, that's nothing new. Roberto Romero spent his career showing that. So, and, and that's why I was so upset. And, and we all know that the vaccine is the most inflammatory substance ever known to man. And I've been saying that now for two what? and a half years. It's the most inflammatory substance ever known to man. So it was obvious that it would cause major 
disasters. Does that, does that have anything to do with the the LNP, the lipid nanoparticles? Or it, it has it to do. To it has to do with the LNP. It has to do with the spike protein. It has to do with the pseudo uridinated RNA. It has to do with the cationic proteins and many, many other things that we don't know. Listen, the physicians out there in these large healthcare centers, employees in the Catholic healthcare systems and all the other healthcare systems, they're abetting and killing and murdering and injuring patients because they never gave informed consent. There's nobody in the world that can give informed consent because sure. you're not allowed to investigate what's in the vaccine. How in the world can you give informed consent if you open up the, the massive uh, 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 readout uh, that you get from the, uh, the drugstore that gives you the vaccine and you unfold that and it's left blank purposefully. Nobody knows what's in the vaccine <laughs> vials. Right. Nobody's allowed to investigate it. That's not informed consent. That's fascism. That's killing people. So they're lying to themselves. And now what they're trying to do is they're trying to say, see Thorpe, see McCullough, see Corey. All these studies show it's safe and effective now. No, 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 no. Just cut through the nonsense. Those are all fraudulent articles, just like the Lancet just retracted the autopsy study that proved that it was killing people. So wait, it, what? it's yeah the they lancet they retracted it yes they retracted that article oh my gosh and that's the control they have so they they they're all of the medical journals are compromised all of them except a very few um wow. they're all compromised so what i saw was first of all in 2020 with the pandemic i, I did not see problems with pregnancy I did not see. I did not see an increase in miscarriage. I didn't really see an increase in fetal deaths. Um, none of that started until after the rollout of the vaccine in 2021. And after the rollout of the vaccine, I saw uh, massive increases, um, not only in my practice, but globally all over the world, because I, I serve patients all over the world who call me up pro bono. Um, and I saw massive increases in fetal death, in miscarriage, in malformations, images that are sent to me uh, from all over the world. I, I have all this data. And I, I've seen massive increases in um, severe early onset preeclampsia, severe growth restriction, placental abnormalities, all kinds of abnormal, horribly bizarre looking placentas, all due to, by the way, inflammation from the drug. Um, and the concerning part is even, I'm still seeing those now, even in the individuals that haven't had a booster after their last two shots and they have subsequent pregnancies, I'm still seeing that. So it's very, very concerning to me. I'm also seeing an increase in fetal cardiac anomalies, fetal cardiac arrest, um, severe fetal cardiac inflammation, um, severe, what we call oligohydramnios, a reduction in the fluid around the baby because the placenta is not working, severe abnormal testing in babies, um, a substantial increase in preterm delivery, preterm delivery that is caused by, by me or us because there's a devastating complication where we have to induce or deliver early because of the vaccine complications, okay? Wow. Or spontaneous preterm delivery where we don't, purposefully 
deliver the baby prematurely, but the, the mom goes into labor on its own, delivering a premature baby, resulting in preterm delivery of newborn and newborn death. The NICUs are filled now. The neonatal intensive care units have been filled. And this is corroborated. You know, I, can, I could go on and on and on for 24 hours. Uh, sure. <laughs> I have 35 other completely independent global sources that prove exactly what I'm saying, including whistleblower sites that have miscarriages rates, um, 40 sigma above 40 standard deviations above the normal rate. Um, and one of those is in Fresno, California, um, with my uh, whistleblower nurse, Michelle Gershman. And uh, I've got oh, yeah. three separate areas in Canada. We're talking about 40 and 50 standard deviations, 40 and 50 sigma above the baseline. Yeah, but Dr. Jim, correlation doesn't prove causation, to which I always say, yeah, but when you urinate on my leg enough times, I, I, I know it's not raining anymore because uh, <laughs> rain, rain, rain doesn't tend to be yellow that often. And so, yeah. sure, sure, correlation doesn't prove causation, but yeah. after a while, it kind of does. Um, can you tell us, Dr. Jim, what, what kind of how many fold increases are we talking about? Um, like actually give us the findings um, from this. Well, sure. tell us about your, 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 I think more recent ish this year, right? Peer reviewed published research mm -hmm. on some of these um, complications in regards to menstrual cycles, um, pregnancy, and, and then all, all the damage to the baby in the womb. And then what are the conditions you name some of them and what are the fold increases of risk and death and abnormalities that we're talking about? Okay, I want to be real clear um, that our study that we published um, with, um, uh, I was the lead author, and um, Claire Price, uh, physician assistant, brilliant, uh, was a second author, and many other excellent authors, including Dr. Peter McCullough, and this was published in a peer-reviewed uh, journal, a legitimate journal, um, and we, we published this, and we use the FDA, so I can't give you a fold increase, but I can get that data. I do have that from uh, Pfizer's own data. I have that from oh, their wow. rollout. So what, what the way that FDA, um, they want to uh, abuse and uh, use everything to their advantage for novel vaccines. So we analyzed our data. We compared the COVID-19 vaccines, if you will, in air quotes, with that of the influenza vaccine. Why influenza vaccine? Because that's the most common vaccine used in pregnancy. And we were looking at almost exclusively pregnant complications. So oh, it was okay. a perfect. So when you compare one vaccine to another vaccine, that's quote, safe and proven, uh, like the influenza vaccine, which is not safe and proven, right? but they pretend it is, it's always associated with death and injury, every vaccine. So by using that as a control group, instead of a placebo group, they're advantaging the analytics to bias a novel vaccine. We played their game, we did it exactly, but it doesn't give a relative risk or an odds ratio. It gives what we call a proportional reporting ratio, which doesn't correlate. It, it, it's a danger signal. So what we found was that uh, with, uh, there was a massive increase in menstrual abnormalities uh, with COVID-19 compared with the influenza vaccine. 
and I'm talking about massive, and we've subsequently published uh, papers, many papers on that, um, <clears throat> through my cycle story and, and many of my colleagues at uh, Children's Health Defense uh, and, and others. But we in miscarriage, we, we saw a, a, um, a 57 fold increase, 57 fold, 5700% increase in adverse events uh, of miscarriage in the COVID-19 vaccine compared with oh the gosh. influenza vaccine. We saw uh, a 38-fold increase in stillborn fetal death with the COVID-19 vaccine compared with that of the influenza vaccine. Um, substantial increases in malformations, cardiac defects, growth restriction, oligohydramnia, severe early onset preeclampsia, all the things that I've seen in my clinical practice, um, massive increase in preterm delivery, both iatrogenic or uh, induced preterm delivery and spontaneous preterm delivery, massive increase in, increase in intrauterine growth restriction, um, fetal arrhythmias, um, and then of course, preterm delivery and um, death from premature delivery from the vaccine complications. I've seen all of that. That's exactly what I saw. Now, in um, in the data from, from my whistleblower, there was a five-fold increase in fetal death, um, stillbirth. And wow. by the way, that's exactly what was shown in the Pfizer 5.3.6 of uh, their first 90 day, they saw a five-fold increase in fetal death. And that's what I, I think that it probably is. Um, and by the way, I can prove to you absolute beyond a shadow of a doubt that it's not COVID-19 because in COVID-19, uh, the pandemic in 2020, the, the national statistics show that the stillbirth rate fell when we were the hardest hit country in the world. Wow. COVID-19, the, the fetal deaths didn't start until after the rollout of the vaccine. I can prove that. That's fact. Yep. Wow. Oh my gosh, this stuff is so disturbing. Uh, Dr. Jim is, is a dad with three young babies and uh, watching my generation just make the worst decisions. It's what we're doing to our posterity and to the country. Um, I, I feel like these people intentionally set us up for further population collapse. Um, and I, I don't know how you can look at this data and look at the scandal and look at the uh, conflicts of interest and look at the, the rot systemic corruption and just go, oh, it's just a coincidence. Uh, as we wind down, could you tell us, uh, can, you, can you bolster what I'm saying here by the response of the medical industrial complex in 1976 to the flu vaccine? Can you talk about that as we wind down again, just like just show people here Absolutely. exactly how intentional this corruption has been? Absolutely. Uh, and Seth, you nailed it. The, the vaccine safety has never been about causation. Never. It's always been an association. My brother, Ken Thorpe, a brilliant genius of a physician and myself, were in medical school at Wayne State University in 1976 uh, with the swine flu vaccine. And as the swine flu vaccine came out, there were a, a, a few cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome, and there was only 26 deaths in that, uh, in that period. 26. Yeah. It was immediately ripped off the market. Um, there, there was no causation. That was just 26 deaths. And wow. um, fast forward 20, a uh, quarter of a century later to 
1999, year 2000, with the rollout of the, the um, rotavirus vaccine, there were no deaths, Seth, zero. There were only a few cases of what we call intussusception, where the, uh, the baby or the toddler's bowel kind of telescopes internally on itself. It's easily fixable. There are only a dozen or so cases immediately ripped off the market. <laughs> and now we have the deadliest drug ever in the history of all of humanity that's rolled out to the general population that was associated with 1,235 uh, 1, dead in 10 weeks. It was that high, huh? Yeah. And that was just reported, of course. <laughs> right. Is it, and what, what are these complications reported through? Is it through VAERS? Um, yes, um, but but you know uh, it, they're reported. The CDC and the FDA is various data, and they've fraudulently tried to throttle it and manipulate it and control it, and they have done that. And uh, uh, Albert Benavides, one of the world experts in VARES, he puts out a news uh, letter, uh, a Substack every week, and he shows the glaring. Uh, manipulation by Tommy Shimabakoro and the corrupt FDA. Well, so what they tried to, but but all the government uh, uh, databases of vaccine safety all over the world show the same thing, if not worse. The UK yellow card, same thing. The uh, European Union, UDRA vigilance, exactly the same thing. The wow. World Health Organization, Vigi access, exact same thing. And there's massive sources of independent data all over the world showing the exact same thing. You have the insurance industry data from um, yeah, uh, One America, Scott Davis uh, presented that. And, and then you have um, Mr. Dodd uh, uh, data, which is stunning. And his book uh, is just amazing. You know, the former BlackRock, uh, uh, on, uh, investment capitalist that was uh, managing all these funds. You know, uh, Mr. Dodd is an incredible mind, and and he saw the death data and the disability data, and it's irrefutable. So there's so many independent sources, and and what you're you're right. What's really upsetting is that um, these people will just defraud. They're corrupt, and most of them are satanic. Uh, most yeah. of them are satanic. And I will also this too, to my colleagues and physicians, um, the spike protein is now proven to accelerate aging. It accelerates psychiatric illness and it accelerates cognitive issues. And what? I can look at my, my colleagues that have taken all the vaccines and they've aged, uh, they've aged uh, 10 to 20 years no in way. just three years uh, since they've been taking all of these repeated vaccines, they're dying. They have wow. cancers. They have cardiac disease. Um, they have uh, the turbo cancers and, and, and they're not themselves. They, they, they can't look at data. My colleagues that, you know, this Peter Hotez guy that, I mean, he's totally deluded. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he yeah, can't, yeah. he can't, he does not have the cognitive ability to uh, reconcile conflicting data. And wow. this is the way these people act. They're, they're mentally retarded. Um, they're cognitively impaired from the repeated uh, booster vaccines. And that's now shown in the data. That's wow. part of the problem. Dr. Jim, um, I, I wrote a, uh, a few sentences here. 
and I, I was working on sort of this um this uh small explanatory piece on how the various um tentacles of the leviathan of our culture of death um how it's all death and they share the same underlying ideologies and philosophies but it has different tentacles right so like reproductive health care eugenics mrna jab socialism gender theory you know what i mean uh and so i, I did a real tiny short write-up on the mrna gene therapy and uh, I, I want to read it to you Please. so our listeners can hear your response. I want to see if I'm if I'm a tin hat weirdo over here or if some of this is correct based off my own research. Because I was told by the activist media, Jim, remember in 2021, not to do my research. Do you, do you remember how many pundits yeah. and talking heads were saying that? People said, I don't want to get it. I want to do my own research. And they're like, you shouldn't do your own research. You're not qualified to understand the data. Um, so here's what I wrote. Supported and funded by the same liberal establishment and mega donors that make up the population limitation and, and abortion industrial complex today. The mRNA gene therapy vaccine was made publicly available in December 2020 under emergency use authorization. Bill Gates, one of the most popular and influential advocates and funders for vaccines in the world today, admitted in a 2010 TED Talk video that the liberal establishment will fact check and explain away that new vaccines and abortions could help lower the world population by 10 to 15 percent. Seeing as his father, Bill Gates Sr., sat on the board of Planned Parenthood in the 60s, this should come as no surprise. With years of data on the mRNA experimental gene therapy vaccine, we now know that mRNA vaccines suppress the immune system and likely cause increased risk to infectious diseases and cancer. We now know that the lipid nanoparticles that help the mRNA get into your cells do not remain at the injection site but spread everywhere and induce DNA damage, but accumulate overwhelmingly in the ovaries, leading to significant pregnancy and menstrual abnormalities. Uh, and this is from you, including 200-fold greater fetal cardiac arrest and 50-fold greater fetal malformation and miscarriage rate. We know these vaccines can produce serious cardiac issues like myocarditis, but the injury appears greatest for young people and children who have the least risk from the natural virus. And we know that the natural autopsy data set in the deaths after COVID-19 vaccination show that nearly 74% of all deaths are directly due or significantly contributed to by COVID-19 vaccination. And we know that over 80% of American citizens have received at least one dose and 70% have received every dose. What an incredible coincidence that the same liberal establishment whose entire life goal has been to significantly reduce the world population through abortion and neo-Malthusian eugenics just happened to invent and mandate an experimental drug to ship around the world that weakens your body, attacks your DNA, induces miscarriages, weakens fertility, and nearly destroys the heart strength of young, young people. Don't worry, though. I'm sure it was an accident that the one world government advocates and pro-abortion apologists created a vaccine that more people on planet Earth received than any other vaccine ever and incidentally set up the world for population collapse. What are the chances? Have I lost my mind or does that sound um, does that sound correct? <laughs> I stand behind everything you stated. It's a very eloquent, very nice piece. Congratulations, Seth. I well, stand with you researching from from your work and and other men like you but uh, i just needed to make sure i wasn't uh i wasn't being rained or urinated on <laughs> well you will be but uh you know th that's comes with the territory right yeah yeah that's right that's right
Dr. Jim, thank you, brother. Uh, what a blessing that was. Hey, where can uh, people learn more? Uh, follow you, follow your research and findings, and just stay really tuned in with finding the truth in a corrupt system where we can't trust people who tell you to follow the science anymore? Yes, a um, couple of things. I, I want to do a shout out. Um, I want to, um, you can reach me on my uh, Twitter account, and I'm J A T H O R P. MFM. Perfect. And MFM is Mary Frances Mary, but it really stands for maternal fetal medicine, which is okay. my subspecialty. Um, and I just want to do a shout out. Um, um, those of you that are in the Midwest that have been taken care of by a large Catholic hospital system in the Midwest, many of you have contact me and shared how you have lost your pregnancies or been injured or your child has been injured with the mandated vaccine that the doctors of these healthcare systems, the Catholic healthcare systems have pushed via their doctors. Many of you have, um, have mm. contact me and I'm accumulating a database. Um, Anybody that thinks that they have been injured by the vaccine or their pregnancies have been injured, please contact me at jatorp at bellsouth.net because um, ultimately we will be having um, a very large class action suit. Good, good, brilliant. Amen, amen, amen a hundred times. Thank you, Dr. Jim. Um, guys, we'll put the, the show notes in for you. You can go straight to his Twitter or email him with any data or questions. But Dr. Jim, thank you for spending the, I'm sure what was hundreds and thousands of hours at this point um, in going down into the weeds, looking at the data, showing where the corruption was, showing where things were lied, showing how history tried to be rewritten and bringing the truth to us because we're we're living in in either either a a, a Huxley Brave New World or an Orwell 1984. <laughs> One of those, maybe a little bit of a combining of them. Uh, but people are so discouraged and some people I think have, are starting to give up actually on freedom and a new birth of freedom to quote Lincoln. And so thank you for sowing those seeds and, and people are riding in your wake. And uh, thank you for blessing us today, brother. Thank you for blessing all my patients in getting out the truth instead of the disinformation and psychological operations. God bless you, Seth. Amen. Rupert. That's right. Thank you, Amen. Dr. Jim. We'll see you soon, brother. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you guys for joining the show today. We so appreciate it. Um, share this episode with your friends. I've got Christian pro-life friends who told me in 2021 that this was a pandemic of the unvaccinated and it was our fault. Uh, I mean, th these lies actually probably pitted a lot of your family members and loved ones against you. We've heard those stories. So um, if, if this was new to you, if this was encouraging, please share this episode. Please send this to your Democrat family members and coworkers who still think you're an unwashed uh, sort of uh, sick philosopher because you you haven't uh, had the secular baptism sorry the the jab 
Um, and, and let's get the truth out there. Encourage your your pastors, your your youth pastors, and your friends to actually talk about this stuff with you. And go follow Dr. Jim and actually look at the research he's done so you can share the truth with people and hopefully pull them out of the, the streams of ideology that they've been swept away in. Um, not because you're prideful and you've got a big head, but because you don't want them to lose their baby. Um, because they got the jab, because you care about human life and you're willing to stand by those convictions and the sanctity of life. So um, please share this episode broadly. Head on over to iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, give the show a rating and review, and please go to Rumble for us. Go to Rumble. We got some strikes on YouTube. We've had to slow down. Go to Rumble and subscribe. Um, check out Dr. Jim's book, his research, his Twitter. And if you want to engage with the White Rose Resistance and you actually want to do something to contend for a culture of life against the demonic eugenicist high priests and architects of our culture of death where you live, go to thewhiterose.life, thewhiterose.life, and we're building resistance circles around the country to get God's people engaged in good works, which he prepared in advance that you might walk in them so you can experience the greatest adventure, which is being used by God in this Kairos moment to push back and stand for life and be able to look your grandchildren in the face one day and tell them what you did during these out of control evil evil days go to the white rose.life sign up as an ally of the white rose resistance and you'll hear more from us on how you can get engaged and contend for life until next week i'm seth gruber and this is unaborted <laughs>